My great-grandfather Owen Thomas, a young coal miner from Flanelli, Wales, visited London in December 1875. According to family legend, while he was watching a play, he fell head over heels in love with the beautiful young actress playing a small role. He went backstage and proposed to her on the spot. This is his story, and the story of the angel he carved for the Christmas tree he believed they would share. How the angel crossed the sea and was handed down in my family from one generation to another. I have written it as truthfully as I could, based on letters and journals and family lore. Some of the dialogue and actions are imagined, based on my knowledge of the characters and what they might say or do. This is a story of faith and love. Yes, and magic, too. And of the miracle that brought the angel home again. Part 1. Christmas in Wales, 1875 He had scrubbed himself hard, but he worried that there might still be traces of coal dust under his fingernails. Owen scowled as he inspected them. Homesick for the coal mine, is it? he asked himself. Well, you'll be home again in Wales and back in the deep dark before you know it. He peered down at the stage from his seat in the balcony. The place seemed magical to him. The city seemed magical. He had never even dreamed of coming to London. And when, just a month ago, the men's choir of St. David's learned they had won a trip to London to sing in an Eisteddfod, he thought it miraculous. They had come in third in contest, in a field of 43 groups from all over the kingdom. They didn't call it an Eisteddfod here in London, though. They called it a singing contest. Eisteddfod is better, he thought. The word sounds more like music. All London was talking about the beautiful young actress making her London debut in this play, Jessica Lavery, the girl with the lavender eyes. Not the starring role, but the kind of riveting cameo that makes an impression. Owen had heard about her, read about her in the press. He accepted, as part of the magic, the theater ticket to the matinee urged on him by the wealthy sponsor who underwrote their travel to London. The curtain rose. Jessica Lavery made her entrance, made her speech, made her exit. Owen did not breathe. When the curtain fell, he and the other men from his choir stood and clapped furiously. As Jessica stepped forward to take her solo curtain call, Owen took a deep breath and shouted, Brava! Brava! He had read that brava was the proper term of praise for a female singer. He hoped it worked for an actress as well. He called it out again, and Jessica Lavery smiled up at the balcony. Owen pulled on his coat. Shall we have some tea? His best friend Di was asking the group. Not for me, Owen told them all. I am not for tea. Today I am for adventure. I am on a quest. The doorman barred the stage entrance. Your card? I don't have a card, Owen stammered, introducing himself. I just want a few minutes with Miss Lavery. You and the rest of London? He looked Owen up and down. Ah, why not? Come on in. It's almost Christmas. Just write down your name and address for the record. Owen complied, 
and the doorman led the way to a door marked simply number three, knocked, opened it, and announced, A Mr. Owen Thomas from Lanelli, Wales. He pronounced it with an L sound, as in love. Flannelly, Owen corrected automatically, and entered the small room. Jessica turned to the door, transfixing him with a look. Her eyes really were lavender. Yes? she asked. Every word of English left him, and he spoke in the first language he had ever heard. Oh, you must be speaking Welsh, and I'm afraid I don't understand it. Could you translate, please, for a poor, uneducated Englishwoman? I said, there is beautiful you are. He found his voice, remembered why he had come backstage, and grinned at